You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Before we get started, remember send in emails. It's on my Instagram page, Chris Moss Podcast. Uh, send voice messages. Um, yeah, be a part of the conversation. Shout out questions, any topic you want to hear. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Follow my page on Instagram, Chris Moss Podcast. Um, so, yeah, Space Force. Let's get into some weird shit. The thing. Force of the space. The theme of today's episode is Strange World. We'll talk about some conspiracy theories. We're going to talk about Space Force. We're going to talk about that new show coming on Lifetime called Surviving R. Kelly. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, they didn't. Okay. Surviving. Let's, let's, get, let's get there. <laughs> Surviving R. Kelly. Um, yeah, it's a bunch of people who have worked with R. Kelly. You hear from his brother they talk about, about... They talk about the 16-year-olds that he got locked in a dungeon, supposedly. They're talking about the underage <laughs> girls that he's allegedly messing believe, with. Do you believe this? Do you believe that? Have you heard some of them stories? It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. I... Anyway, we're not there yet. Um, Aaliyah got brought into the conversation and her mom... Had a response for that. Um, We're going to talk about 90s artists, B2K's reunion tour. Um, Supposedly it's going to get canceled. No, it's not getting canceled. They already squashed that rumor. The contracts have been signed. The cities have been set. People don't got paid. Um, Yeah, so let's get into it. Space Force. Um, What were you saying about Space Force? You didn't know what it was? Educate me. Space Force is basically, okay, you know how Air Force is for the air, military branch for the air. About to go hunting for aliens. Navy is military branch for the sea. Okay. The Army, military for the ground. Am I missing one? I think that's it, right? Uh, I mean, Coast Guard is once again for the sea. Marines. Marines, I feel like. That's the sea. Yeah, but they can also do land. So it's multi, multi-territorial. They multitasking out here. To say um, Space Force is, I believe, an extension of the Air Force branch, but for space. So, uh, yeah. I had a question. I asked my coworker the other day because he had brought up Space Force. And I saw a Facebook um, video. Saw a Facebook video of somebody making fun of the vice president 
because he was giving a speech about Space Force and somebody put the Halo theme song over his speech and it actually went together. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Can I play a clip of that considering? That. Wait, can can you legally? Can I? I mean, you ain't you ain't selling this podcast, so I mean, you should be fine. Uh, I think I think that I think that like only apply. I think like that suing shit only apply. I mean, you ain't making money off this, you know. What they gonna sue you for? Technically, I am, but I'm making money off the ads that play at the beginning of the. Right, you're not making money off the music. Um, let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, you worried about the music, huh? Yeah, like this, uh, the Halo. It should be, it should be fine. Halo theme. Let's see. I think if we talk over it a little bit, it should also. Here it is. This is Mike Pence, the Vice President, giving a speech about Space Force. When it comes and to the defending Halo our nation and protecting our speech. way of life, you know the thing we can't afford is inaction. The American people deserve our very best, and they will have it. As the president will discuss in further detail in the days ahead, the United States Space Force will strengthen our security, it will ensure our prosperity, and it will also carry American ideals into the boundless expanse of space. While other nations increasingly possess the capability to operate in space, not all of them share our commitment to freedom, private property, and the rule of law. So as we continue to carry American leadership in space, so also will we carry America's commitment to freedom into this By the way, the Halo theme is bad. Look it up on uh, YouTube, Space Force Halo theme. It's Mike Pence giving his speech and somebody playing the Halo theme over it. And it actually fits. Like this actually looks like the intro to a Halo game. And the villain is giving a speech. Yeah, so Mike Mike Pence does look like the Antichrist. He Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I never liked this dude's face. So the other day I asked my um coworker, I was like, Does the fact that the Space Force exists, is that the government admitting that they know more than what they're telling. Like, basically, are they admitting that there's something else out there? Like, is that their way of saying that, yeah, this shit is real? Right. And I think they found something out. Like, not, not necessarily even, like, another life, another life form. I think what they found might have been, like, some type of resource or something, and they just strap it up just in case. Hey, we done found some resources that we, we don't got to... We don't got to go to other countries and start wars to get their resources. We got it in space and we found it first. So, you know, we about to start us a space force just in case, you know, there is something living up there or in case some other country decides to come up there and we'll, we'll, we'll duke that shit out in space, nigga. This, this is our Mars. <laughs> I feel like they about to This is our Mars. But I don't know. I asked my coworker that and he was like, he was like, not really... He believes that he said that in with the military and how the countries typically do things, it's he gave the example of whoever rules the air, it equals it kinda gives the symbolism of uh dominance. There you go. Basically. So it's like, you know, the United States has the Air Force, it's like 
you know, we have the biggest, what, military, I believe. I might be wrong about that. Um, yeah, it's like us having a space force is basically America's way of saying that we dominate. It's basically who has the biggest dick. Yeah. I hate that metaphor. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, okay, who has the biggest stick? There you go. Um, them cre- he said them creating a space force he believes is just America showing off their dominance. Saying that we rule this shit. We rule not only the sky, but we rule space now. And so, I don't know, I feel like, because I feel like why spend billions of dollars on a hunch or an idea or something that's not really there. But then again, it's America, so it's not too far-fetched. To spend billions of dollars on stupid shit. Like, you're not gonna spend billions of dollars on somebody playing a video game and go, We need a space force. And then some higher up or the president is like, Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Just for no reason at all. So I don't know. I feel like me personally, I feel like Space Force is them admitting that they know more than what they're putting on. Yeah. And of course the conspiracy theory nuts, you know, you got Area 51 and all that. Who the fuck would who, um, like why would you spend hella money on like a fucking Basically, basically, this is what a military service for, like, I mean, not service, but like a military, military branch for space, right? So I'm, you, you don't need to defend shit if it ain't shit there, right? Pretty much. Why would you? Who would? Who would? They, they, they know something. It's something out there. But also, and whether it's something as simple as minerals or some shit, like it's something they found. They done probably found some oil. But then there. I felt like we got that space oil. I feel like that's what the whole race to the moon was about. Like, who controls... Because the whole putting the American flag into the moon, I thought that was the whole point of... Yeah. Like, America saying to other countries, like, we now own space or whatever. Um, we so, learned about this shit in high school. So, I I thought that was because they was trying to put uh, satellites and shit up there so that they can... So that they can start some, uh, they want, if they if they want to get into some nuclear war or whatever, you know, they got the satellite up there. We'll bomb you off from up. But we got satellites up there now, so it's like that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the point of space? Like, I don't think space force is a who's superior over who. Like, because we already got satellites and we got the American flag on the moon. Of course, conspiracy theory people say the moon landing was fake, which. I mean, that's a good question. Why was it fake? Moon landing? Like, I don't see it what you would get from that. Because um, we were, their whole goal was to beat the Russians to space or to the moon. And at the time, it's like... Yeah, the person... I don't know. Like, at the time where technology wasn't as what it is now, it's like... Them faking it to the moon... Or fake going to the moon would, you know, show like, hey, we made it first. But really, they didn't. But, I don't know. Some people think it's fake because then it's like, why have, how come we've never went back? But to be honest, ain't shit on the moon. Have so, we never went back? Never? I don't think we have. I mean, I know when we were saying, I mean, it was, a, it was a dangerous thing to do. A lot of people died just to make one successful attempt. A lot of people, a lot of 
monkeys. Have we been back to the moon? Let yeah, me well, see. I believe they I believe they sent a, a dog up there too one time. Let's see. I might be wrong. We might have gone back to the moon. Now just I know for sure about the monkeys. No. <laughs> they killed the monkeys. They weren't playing. <laughs> <laughs> see, and that's how Planet of the Apes got started. Well, Y'all sent their friends out there. <laughs> so right now. <laughs> so uh Yeah, we haven't been back to the moon since the first landing. Yeah. It's like there is... Yeah. There's no desire to go back, basically, is their response. Them going to the moon to the moon was to prove that mankind is capable of achieving great things when people work together towards a common goal. So anyway, <laughs> Space Force, I think... Let's go to space, y'all. I don't know. And I've heard stories of other things on Earth that's... I don't know. I just think there's so much about Earth and space that we don't know yet. That... I don't know. I've heard some crazy shit. And I believe him. <laughs> Not to sound like the guy with the tin foil on his head, but I believe him. Because I think it's like only, what, 30% of the oceans have been explored? Let me see. Let me... Hold on. I'm not going to believe in mermaids, though. That's not happening. I'm not saying... <laughs> <laughs> How much of the ocean has been explored? Let's see. The half-naked lady down there singing with a crab? No, sir. I don't believe it. Crabs don't sing. Yeah. At least we don't. Yeah. <laughs> but the with the tinfoil will tell you some shit. <laughs> That's all they do is sing. That was a Disney thing. <laughs> um, let's see. Da, 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 da. How much is it? Yeah, they got it from how somewhere. Much, how much of the ocean have we explored? Um, yeah, more than eighty percent. So my bad. We've explored more than eighty percent. No, we unexplored. Oh, okay. Oh, we only explored five percent of the ocean. I mean, Nobody about to do all that swimming. but we up here creating a space force and uh, worried about Mars. And it's like, we don't even know what's under our own water for uh, real. Yeah, we do need to be making sure Godzilla ain't down there. Why y'all worried about aliens and shit? <laughs> what the fuck is underneath us? I don't know. Some of these sites is like saying 43.4 hasn't been explored. God damn it. Who do I go to to get the real answer? I don't think you're ever going to get an exact answer on that. Let's see. Okay, .gov. See, I learned in school you don't go to .com websites. They liars. Um, we're going to go to .gov. Illuminati. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the government is telling the truth either, but, you know. It ain't no space penguins. <laughs> Did y'all feed the space penguins? Regardless of which, I think it's like, I, I know it's definitely over 50, 60% of the ocean has not been explored, so we don't even know how deep the ocean really goes, and we haven't been to the bottom of the ocean for real. So as far as I know, anything could be down there. Y'all think I'm crazy, but... I mean, we done found Nemo and Dory. We need to step it up, y'all. 
Okay, um, the website I just tried to access is not available at this time due to a lapse in appropriation. We should have got to the sea sooner. <laughs> <laughs> now they got the internet, y'all. We fucking up. Yeah, but I believe, I don't know, I believe there are strange things out there that we don't fully understand yet. Call me crazy. But, yeah, that's... Hey, I know somebody who uh, who worked for the CIA back in the day, and they had they was they had those uh, talking watch phones, and, like the what the phones we got now, not phones, but the little watch phones we got now. We they they had those way back in the like nineties, back when they was holding those phones up to their head and they was getting like radiation poison and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Those phones that was the size of yeah, that was a men in black nowadays. Yeah, that that shit. Don't put that up to your head, man. <laughs> They had they had watch phones back then. That was the size of your shoe. Yeah, what the, the phone? Mm-hmm. The phone was the size of a flat screen TV. Them shits was big, bro. The size of your shoe is an understatement. I don't know how I don't know how they thought that shit was cool back in the day. So yeah, fun fact about me: I believe all that weird shit about. I've heard stories about skinwalkers. I heard stories about skinwalkers. Wendigos. Yeah, skinwalkers. What the hell is that? Like something out of Twilight? What? It's basically a demon. Um, uh, basically, a demon from Native American uh, culture. I'm gonna read about this. Um, skinwalkers. skinwalkers are. It said uh, it says that skinwalkers are basically humans who. Um, I don't want to go off the top of the head because I don't want to. Basically, humans who become demons, I believe, shapeshifters, um, by cannib- by uh, taking part in cannibalism and some other weird, weird uh, ritual. Um, yeah, it's a yeah. They're a witch, basically. A skinwalker is a type of type of hornful witch. Who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. And so basically, from the stories I've heard, they typically take the um they typically take the the form of like a German shepherd looking dog. And yeah, it's, it's my favorite kind of dog, what the hell? <laughs> Like, the, I don't know, like, the stories are crazy, um, and they typically, I don't, mm, damn, I want to say it's, like, Las Nevada, Las Vegas area, like, basically mm-hmm. desert areas. Las Nevada. Las Nevada. <laughs> Nevada, Las Vegas area. Um, I mean, it's different areas, y'all can research this stuff, but, um, Yeah, they're basically like, I guess you could call them werewolves, but not really. Because they have like a humanoid figure. But anyway, um, yeah, Skinwalkers, Loch Ness, I don't know about that one anymore. Loch Ness? Bigfoot, yeah, maybe. I feel like Bigfoot is a goofy-ass white story. Bigfoot Bigfoot ain't nothing but a giant grizzly bear. (laughs) I don't know, because much like the ocean, we haven't explored a lot of our forest either. We're burning them down. 
Put the condos where they at. I mean, that's true, kind of. But, I mean, not just the force in America, though. All over the world. I mean, hey, there's people living in them on the other sides of the world. Not all of them. Some of them. Not all of them, but it's, it's a thing. But most of them aren't explored, is what I'm saying. So there's a lot of... Basically, there's a lot of unknown... In space, there's a lot of... I understand not going underwater, but if we not exploring the forest, I don't know what the fuck y'all out here doing. Y'all be going on hiking. I don't... I'm not forest and jungles, a lot... Majority of it is unexplored, so we don't truly know what's out there. But y'all go out there and cut up some lion and make a coat out of it. Y'all can't go out there and search some woods and tell me if Wolverine is out there. Y'all still ain't recovered his body, motherfuckers. What are you... What? Mm-hmm. He was buried. What are you talking about? Yeah, they need to go out there and get that man. No. He needs a proper burial. He, She gave him one. Look, them little kids don't know what they was doing. <laughs> they were. <laughs> For people who know, don't know what the hell he is talking about, he's talking about the movie Logan. The movie broke my heart, bro. It broke everybody's heart. Because he ain't coming back. That's it. <laughs> well, he said it multiple times, so... Hey, it's a bunch of rumors out there talking about that he might. No, he said he's done. I don't believe it, bro. Because he said that if he comes back, it takes away the whole point of the movie Logan. Like, it takes away the whole feeling of that movie. Like, yeah, it makes that movie redundant. Man, if he don't shut up at Rick Slayer, this shit. <laughs> no, don't. All right, whatever. All right, what are we, what are we talking about next? We're making, we're making, um, let's see. Oh, another conspiracy theory. That I recently read is um, somebody was like they don't they don't do the um, they won't do the DNA you know them DNA heritage test kits mm-hmm. um, apparently somebody was like they don't use theirs or they won't use theirs because they believe it's a way it's something the government created to collect DNA samples from the public. Ooh, I could believe that. And then somebody commented and was like, well, it says on their website, I know Ancestry is one of them, that they uh, put the DNA in like some DNA database. And I did one of those kits, god damn it. So they they got my DNA. I don't know what they going to do with it. They going to clone your ass, nigga, how you rob some banks. (laughs) Are you Chris Moss? Yeah. <laughs> we got you on tape. <laughs> Stealing from a bank, pulling your pants down and saying, catch me if you can. <laughs> Calling him the butt bandit. <laughs> I mean, but I don't know if I fully believe that conspiracy theory only because the many times that you do blood banks, the many times that you go to the doctor and they take a piss test, like they have, they can get your... I don't know, DNA sample at any point in time that they wish. Like, it's not. That's true, but there are always some mishaps with people's blood at the doctor, though. That is a thing. There are people out there who um, don't have the correct babies. That is, I've heard that shit before. Like, people accidentally giving people the wrong baby. Like, that shit crazy. That's weird. That's scary. It is scary. Like, you got somebody else's kid, and then, I don't know, man. Y'all should be paranoid. 
That's sketchy. Wait, how do you mix a baby up, though? I mean, I guess they kind of look like kind of. I don't know. Shit, take a picture of the baby. Tag the baby. Not tag. Not like shit they about to give me. Not tag the baby like a cow or anything. But I mean, like, put a bracelet or something on the baby. Like, don't they do that anyway? I thought they did that. Put bracelets on the baby with the name on it. Yeah, but, you know, people don't do their jobs correctly, you know. I mean, I don't I don't know how I mean, that that's works, true. how you give somebody the wrong baby. So, does that mean mom? Is my mom, my mom, dad is my dad, or do hey, I belong man. to somebody else? Hey man, everything is subject to change. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, but I mean, if you, if you, I don't know, I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't like. I mean, honestly, the people who work at the hospital for some of those people is just another job to pay bills. Yeah. So they might come in, have a bad day, and go, "Oops, gave you the wrong baby. Not my problem." <laughs> you couldn't tell because he was Hispanic looking. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't know your own baby. I'm just a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've heard of shit like that. I don't know how often that happens or if that's like a real thing. I know it's a real thing, but I don't know how often. Yeah, I've, I've seen some stories. Um, but how do you know it's not your baby? Uh, they, they usually find out when it comes time to like give some type of blood or something. Like one of the stories I heard, one of the um, parents had to give the, the kid blood for How old was the kid? Was it like in time or was it like, oh, too late? No, they did some, they did some raising. <laughs> Damn, so at that point it's too late. Well, just about, you know, it's, it's it was too late for them to... Give the kid back? Yeah, it's it too late for them to be like, hey, you're not, you're not our kid. They, they figured out where our kid is. You can just go here, we'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, though. Like, you know, that's like, how do you handle that situation? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't remember how they did that. I think they ended up keeping the baby or something. I do remember it up here. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. They should make a TV show about that, unless there already is one. My baby got switched. There you go. There go the title right there. My baby got switched. Switch babies. Switch babies. <laughs> trading babies. Oh uh, no, we ain't nobody. <laughs> ain't nobody trading babies out here. The babies don't got switched. Baby bamboozled. Baby flip. <laughs> this just got weird. Um. But yeah, somebody somebody uh, commented, because I saw this on Facebook, uh, I see a lot of weird shit on Facebook, that's probably not a reliable source, but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, somebody was like, you should worry more about insurance companies, 
having that information or buying that information in order to deny your claims based on a genetic pre-existing condition or the potential to have one. So, I don't know, would an insurance company buy DNA samples or DNA information? Would they? Like, why? You know, I don't put nothing past nothing, nobody no more. Insurance, insurance companies will deny you because of what? Based on, will deny your claims based on a genetic pre-existing condition or the potential to have one. Oh, so they'd be, they'd look at your, they'd basically get your DNA or whatever to try and figure out. And look at your genetic. Like sick or some shit. Yeah, right, look at your genetic stuff. Some kind of, yeah. Uh, that's extra. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't think that's, like, I really don't. Because then wouldn't that mess up the insurances money? I don't know how insurances work. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't, I have a hard time believing that. I feel like that's a little too much work on the insurance. But, you know. On the insurance side. Like. Um, so, yeah, email me. Send in voice messages. Do you think these conspiracy theories are valid? Um, I guess just to give a run through. Space Force. Is Space Force basically the government admitting that there's something out there? Or is it just a way for them to say that we dominate things basically who has the bigger stick um do you think the government is using your dna heritage test to collect dna samples from the public um i feel like i'm missing one did we talk about oh the sky turned blue over new york that was weird you got it you got to say that correctly cuz it sounds normal as hell the sky was blue <laughs> No, okay. It's It's blue, motherfuckers. Oh, God. (laughs) No, um, fuck. Okay, not the sky turned blue. That's weird. Because the sky is blue. Um, I was like, okay, and? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, how do I describe it? It's like a blue light. There you go. There was a blue light. The sky lit up. The sky lit up blue. Not from lightning. But it was like an aquamarine blue. It wasn't like. Aquamarine. It was basically go on YouTube, type in uh, sky turned blue, I believe, over New York, whatever. One thing we all know, it's not aliens, because if it was aliens, you know, you got to have a guy scream aliens in the middle of the video. That's Um, that's when it's certified. I don't know. Some people would put out statements saying like, oh, I think it was a missile. Like, I don't know. They come up like it was a missile that exploded over something. It's like I don't know. People come up with they come up with weird PR statements to like cover up. It was a test. It was a in I don't fucking know. In 2019. Well, this happened in 2018, December 27th. Yeah, but in 2019, I need y'all to think things through before you just start saying shit. <laughs> a missile exploded over New York. <laughs> That's why the sky lit up. That's it. It's, Nothing fell from the sky because of the explosion. I think it was like for a full four minutes too. So it's not like geostorm. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, do you think these these conspiracy theories are valid, or are they just crazy and we're wearing tin foil hats? Um, yeah. Email email what you think. Send a voice message. Or are there any crazy conspiracy theories that you have? Um, heard or maybe believe we like to hear all the crazy shit send it in let's have some fun with it and next we're going to talk about what you've been waiting on yeah, surviving r kelly let's talk the about r kelly and surviving that <laughs> motherfucker
went to the show with her boyfriend, and um, like somehow that they it went from them going to the show with her boyfriend to them getting on. Um, they got on some tour his tour bus or something like that, where they met some lady and the lady, freaking um, the lady started teaching the girl like it the story went it random it just randomly hopped from they got on they went from the the fucking show got on the tour bus and now they gave a lady they met some lady and the lady is teaching them how to or teaching the girl how to please r kelly she's like how did how did y'all how did y'all even get backstage how did y'all get selected for that shit and where'd your boyfriend go in this story what happened to him yeah so yeah Lifetime is creating a six-part docu-series on survive called Surviving R. Kelly, um, talking about the underage girls that he's been with, basically. Um, Do they have proof of all of this shit? Like, I, don't, I, I can't believe it. it. Don't make sense to me. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's guilty of some some of that shit though. Like he got caught on camera peeing on a little girl. And he still got away. Only because the girl changed her story. It was like, no. I forgot what the girl said. I think she said, oh, no, he didn't do it. Or, I don't know. It just sounds sketch. Okay, the girl. The girl. But he was on video. The girl who obviously got pissed on by him. You know, that's, that's one thing. That's one thing. But is this guy really going out here? In search of these young little girls. But then there was the story of him and Aaliyah getting married secretly or having a relationship and when she was underage. I still don't know if that's true or not. Even hold on, even with that, like even with that, like she's her being a celebrity and running into him at that point in time is kind of a normal thing. I see that as a little bit normal just because of who she was. Like, she was bound to run into some to some um, celebrity, R&B singer, rapper, or something like that, no matter what age, and then, you know, potentially something happened. I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of what it was back then. Celebrities were dating celebrities back then. But. Yeah, he was like, what, 27, about my age? That's not even that old. How old and she was, she was like, be, like, 16. Yeah, that's. It's not great, but that's not <laughs> <laughs> It's not great, but it's not it's not completely horrible, you know what I mean? Like twenty and then you, you run into somebody who's in their teens a little bit. Cause like A little bit, sixteen. If he was twenty what? Twenty seven. Okay, that's actually kinda bad. <laughs> that's what I'm like, what you All mean? Right. It's like no, no, I mean like you know you remember. No, nah, man, what if me and Devon was dating a sixteen year old? Not that I ever would. We wouldn't be friends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But like you know what I mean, like you know when we you know when we left when we left high school, we still had a few friends who were still in high school. You know what I mean? The age gap wasn't that big though. I mean, right? Sixteen why, and twenty-seven—that's that's eleven yeah, years. Not now when you said twenty-seven and she was sixteen, it's just like all right, you sixteen, seventeen, something like that. It's like all right, bro. Like what? Where were you? Like, or it could have been fifteen. Fuck. You show up to our parent teacher conference and <laughs> something about the. Way I'm trying to pull up. Those classes. I don't know. It's the so, people that. Apparently, it was the people that worked with him backstage. The people, I think his brother is also one of the people. Um, but a lot of people don't believe his brother anyway. Because I think his brother was like on drugs or something. I don't know. Um, hey, that, 
it'd be them niggas who was on drugs when I seen it all. <laughs> and he probably saw everything. He was like, nigga, I saw all them bitches you pissed off. Um, and he was like, ain't nobody gonna believe you, nigga. You do hair on. And apparently he was, I don't know, I think one of his stories was that R. Kelly was molested as a child himself. Um, which is why he's doing the things he's doing. But he said that R. Kelly is guilty of all this shit. He's always been messing with underage girls. And apparently his ex-wife... Oh, yeah, his ex-wife is another one who's saying that this shit is true. Um, And then one of the people that worked with him on his tour backstage... Because, you know, back then, you know, everybody got on a tour bus, shared a tour bus. This backup singer... She was a backup singer. She basically was saying that she and a few other people saw R. Kelly having sex with a young Aaliyah. Um, which, I don't know, it made me question, because it's like, why didn't you say something over 20 years ago if that's the case? That's true. Because, like, if you witnessed it and didn't say anything, you're just as guilty. You created the monster that was pissing on people today. Like... <laughs> Like that, you, that sounds funny, but I mean, like you know, that's a legit statement, though. You know what I mean? Like you, you witness get away with it, and now it's just like okay, now he's just now this nigga is just pissing on people, inviting people on his tour bus with some lady teaching them how to please him. Because I guess their story was that you know the old school tour buses how they they had that little um you know they had beds on the tour buses, but they had that little curtain that you pull back. Apparently, like I don't know. A door flew, like the back door where R. Kelly was, like flew open, which I don't. It just it just flew on. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it flew open, <laughs> just for you. Like, <laughs> and everybody saw R. Kelly having sex with a young Aaliyah, underage Aaliyah, and the uh, interviewer was like, "Well, what did he? What did you see?" And she was like, "Basically, stuff an adult shouldn't be doing with a child." But it's like. The door flew open on the tour bus. Like people you're they're saying everybody saw this? Basically so you're, all, you're all you all need to be in jail. You're all fucking crazy. So it's like on. you saw this and then was like, oh, cool. And if you sat on that information for twenty plus years, like I just I don't know, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I don't I don't I can't go with that. Like you can't even say like, ooh, no, I was scared. Because you're not the victim. Like these stories that's what I'm saying. None of these stories that people are giving about him make sense. The story about the story about the girl and her boyfriend going to the concert and then somehow ending up on a tour bus with some lady who taught y'all how to please like or t- not taught y'all. The boyfriend just completely drops out of this girl's story as soon as she gets to the tour bus. He takes her to the tour bus and then this guy disappears. So who the fuck was this guy? How'd you get on this tour bus? And when you got on this tour bus or whatever, when you met this lady, what's this lady's name? Who is she? Where is she? Um, and how did you get taken from your family's fucking home also, for I don't, X amount of years and your family said shit until you came out on also, TV with a story? knowing Aaliyah's personality and who she dated later, Dame Dash, like, I don't think she would have kept her mouth shut. Like, I just don't... I don't know. I mean? feel like... I mean, if she actually would, liked R. Kelly, I mean, if they was like, if it, if it was like legit, I feel like she would keep her mouth shut because she knew what the consequences of what you know would happen. Well, there there are. 
I feel like if anybody knows for real, it would be Aaliyah's mom because her dad, um, her dad passed away. So Aaliyah's mom, brother, and Dame Dash would know the truth about if her and R. Kelly really had a relationship or not. Um, and the fact that Dame Dash ain't said shit should be a huge indication that I don't think that's true. Concerning Aaliyah. Now the other girls, I don't fucking know what R. Kelly's doing or if that's true. But um there here's a direct quote from Aaliyah's mother concerning what the backup singer said about seeing R. Kelly sleeping with the underage Aaliyah. And I quote I feel like Michael Cole when I say that. And I quote <laughs> This is a direct quote from Aaliyah's mother. The woman and so-called backup singer in the forthcoming surviving R. Kelly documentary that describes seeing, meeting, or ever breathing the same air as my daughter Aaliyah is lying and is a liar. My husband and I were always on tour with her and at interviews and every place she went throughout her uh, entire career. Whoever this woman is, I have never seen her before anywhere on planet Earth until now. These lies and fabrications cannot be tolerated and allowed to be spewed. From the fork, nah, allowed to be spewed from the forked tongues of saboteurs, is that saboteurs? Damn. Sabotagers, whatever, of Aaliyah's legacy. Um, my daughter only wanted to realize her dream of sharing her talent with the world and give her all performing on stage and in front of the camera for the fans she adores so much. She realized that dream thanks to those true fans who still love and support her legacy unconditionally to this day. Shame on, shame on all those involved in this project who thought it kosher to drag Aaliyah's name into a situation that has nothing to do with her today. Once again, this will not be tolerated. Sincerely, Diane, uh, I think it's Hugton, Hogton, Hugton. I'm just butchering words today. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a quote from Aaliyah's mom. Um, you can find that on the internet, of course. Um, so yeah, apparently with that backup singer, the story that she told is a lie because her mom is saying that they were with Aaliyah every, like everywhere she went. So apparently her and R. Kelly didn't even have like a long time together. So concerning Aaliyah, that story is false. Doesn't really make sense. Who the fuck watches some? Who the fuck watches a kid have sex with a grown man and then they're just like, oh well, yeah, just what, what, what was that? I'm gonna just keep playing my Game Boy Advance over here. Excuse me, my, not Game Boy Advance. It was at Game night, Boy so they were all like in their little bunk beds on a tour bus, I guess, talking and laughing. And, and then they saw that and kept. Talking and then the door laughing. flew open and they saw that. And then the door just flew. It just it just happened to fly the fuck open. Yeah, I don't like this. Is like this is some biblical story, and God was trying to reveal something to you, and you did nothing about it. Like even if the tour bus hit a speed bump, I don't think. Like if he was doing something that shady, wouldn't the door be locked, right? Or at least blocked, right? Did, did nobody question why he was in the room with the, with the kids? Yeah, did nobody question like him taking an underage girl into? 
a back room and then close the door. Like, isn't that like I don't know? It's just. And then when it, when the door flew open, what y'all like? When the door flew open, what did they do? Did they stop? Did they just put on a show for y'all? Like what? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. Oh, the door is open. Y'all want to see my dick? Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> It's like the door is open, ass. <laughs> right? Like, come, come on, come on. Nothing but ass. You sound like a scene straight out of Family Guy, man. Like, I don't know. That is weird. Like, you wouldn't catch somebody having underage sex with somebody and not do anything about it. Like, I don't know. But yeah, surviving R. Kelly. You are doing that. Fucking shame on you. When I find you, I'm going to fucking tombstone you. <laughs> okay um so yeah surviving r kelly on lifetime i don't know when it drops but six part docuseries that's a lot six parts it's like y'all might as well just release the whole damn thing as a documentary movie six parts shit i don't know but unless it's gonna be on hulu i mean i kind of want to check it out just to see um, yeah, that whole, he's still the king of R&B, though. Yeah, y'all stop hyping up this Jack Webb, nigga. I know it's funny, but y'all are making this nigga. <laughs> like, I haven't heard anything about it in a couple of days. He, nah, I'm still seeing memes. He takes Jacquees, I mean, I haven't even heard of the dude until, up until that point, but, um... Yeah, he basically samples old, older R and B music. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have a song of his own. But whatever. That King title, like Diddy said, that whole King title is used too loosely anyway. And regardless of R. Kelly's personal life and who he peeing on, uh, I mean, he is the king of R and B with his accolades attached to his music career. Like I said, can't speak for his personal life, but yeah. I think some of that shit is true about him, though. Fortunately, the king likes the young ones. Well, allegedly, excuse me. Well, no, no, it's not alleged. He did pee on that girl. Peed on that girl, and apparently there was some other video of him having anal sex with an under... I don't fucking know. They showed this shit in court, and I don't know. R. Kelly, I want you to know. I have your back, but it's looking real, real tough for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's getting it's getting difficult. I think some of the okay, my my stance on that is I believe some of the stories are true, but not all of them. I feel like some people are capitalizing for a check. And I feel like some of those are actually true and he's touching underage girls. Like I don't I don't know. Now, having girls in a dungeon or having girls as slaves in his house. And keeping them away from their family for, like, years and their family does what? It's like... Y'all family don't... If this is the case, can't the FBI, like, get a warrant to search his house? Like, I don't know. I just... I don't know. Like, some of this is just sounding... Your your underage child just doesn't go missing from your home for X amount of years and you don't say anything until you see him on an episode of, like... Dr. Phil. But it's... <laughs> like, that's that's not... What kills me is that, apparently, if this is true, everybody knows who it is, but nobody's making a move on his house or trying to save. Right? Go get, go find that dungeon. 
Like, right. go go do it. If y'all got all these people in the news and on TV and these people starting these rumors and now now y'all doing a documentary and shit, y'all need to go get in that man's house and go get that fucking dungeon. And get it to me, because I can do some legal things with it. Like what? Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, R. Kelly, I think he's... Shades of black, motherfucker. I think... <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> I I I don't know. I think he's semi guilty, and I think Michael Jackson was always innocent. This this is not a Michael Jackson scenario. It it I, it, I don't know. It nope, is. Nope, nope, nope. It's the not. Difference, the difference here. <laughs> the difference here is that. R. Kelly is actually proven to be messing with these little girls. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's guilty with some of these stories, but others, like these, I said. They, those kids went to Michael Jackson's house. and With what, their parents. With their parents. Okay. There you go. Sometimes. Okay. But even if the parents was around, he had staff around. Now, there you go. Wasn't no locked doors. Ain't nobody get pissed on. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no videos. They ain't doing weird shit. It was, it was an actual good time for the children. It actually was shit. I wanted to be a kid to go to Neverland. I was kind of pissed off that, you know, my aunt and grandparents never took me to where Michael Jackson was going. Like, shit, I wanted to go to Neverland. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, but I understand, though. It is it is a little weird. Um, It was. It's just, he got caught up in a strange scenario. Yeah. But R. Kelly is actually having sex with them. He's, he's found having sex with some underage. He cared about people. R. Kelly just wants just That's a nigga. He just, <laughs> he just cares about his penis. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I Michael don't, innocent. I don't even think he cares about his personal health. Because I mean any any female that you're having sex with that is comfortable with you pissing on, that is not a clean that is not a clean woman. Or girl. Whatever. Cause I know some people might try to compare it to like you know, oh, or some people might try to play the card of, oh, Michael's out here touching little kids and y'all didn't do nothing about that. Yeah, well, Mike never, I don't know, man. Like, there was no evidence of that. Like, and every kid, even to this day, now that they're grown, they've always, they still stick by their story of nothing weird ever happened around him. Like, it was all games and cotton candy and fun. Like, it wasn't. Like, <laughs> I can't like nobody got that. nobody got touched inappropriate. Basically, how is pissing on somebody sexy? I don't know. People have their fantasies. They like, have their and, fetishes. And Andy and motherfuckers is out here eating butt now. Yeah, that's like a what thing. the fuck. <laughs> I can't keep afraid. Like choke, choking was like it was, it was like borderline for me. I couldn't. I, I, and I now niggas is eating booty and pissing. And to this day. There ain't no docu-series of anybody that ever worked with Michael or anybody close to Michael talking about, yeah, I seen some things. That never even happened. You're just going to the bathroom. He's, oh my God. I'm sorry. It's it's just so much. I don't understand what's going on in America anymore. Anyway. Y'all just pissing and shitting on people. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, for anybody that tries to play the Michael card, my boy is innocent. R. Kelly is not. Because he pissed on her. And y'all need to stop the shit y'all doing. I'm tired of this shit. How we go from R. Kelly to eating ass? Because he pissing on people. He he is defecating on people. Oh, he pissed on people. He didn't shit on nobody. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> At least not that we know of. Exactly. Hey, if you do a number one, he, I, 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 he he had to at least thought about it. <laughs> like I, I mean, I did piss on that one girl. Hey, bitch. The nigga nasty. I ain't nasty. He nasty. <laughs> Man, that was from a Dave Chappelle skit. He ain't do that shit. <laughs> at least, at least I don't think he did that shit. He did pee on her, bro. No, I'm talking about shit on somebody. But we don't know if you. Hey, look, you pissing your toilet, right? Man, that's if a you, toilet. Why are we having this conversation? If you would piss in your toilet, you shit in that motherfucker too. So if you would piss on a girl, that's I am sex. Pretty sure. No, it ain't. That's not sex. sex. No, it's not. It is defecation. <laughs> pissing is not defecation. When you piss on somebody, you defecating on that person, bro. No, you're not. Yeah, it is. What you doing? You mean defamation? What'd I say? Defecation. We all got words, bro. Defecation <laughs> is shit. Defamation. Oh, whatever. Ain't it all just bathroom stuff? Look, you putting your waste on somebody, man. Stop pissing and shitting on people. And he videotaped it. And you videotaped it so you can see what it looked like. You weird ass nigga. I think R. Kelly's a real quagmire. Matter of fact, fuck R. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick of this shit. Oh, yeah. R. Kelly released a song talking about I Admit. Damn. He admitted a lot of shit, but it had nothing to do with the allegations. Like, I mean, he admit that he... (laughs) That he don't see his kids or some shit, and he admit that he don't go to church. Basically, he admitting, he admitting shit that we don't care about. Yeah, admit man, he ain't seeing his own kids because he's too busy seeing other people's kids. <laughs> I don't know. He, he he admit. I don't know, man. It's a long ass song. Um, how long is that song? I can't remember how long that song is, but it's long. It's like two or three segments to that song. How long was the video with that girl? I don't know. I never watched the video. Good for you. 
Apparently it was released like publicly, but I don't even think you can find it. Like, why would you look for that though? Yeah, that is strange. R. Kelly pissing on somebody. Like, can you imagine that popping up in someone's search bar? <laughs> you search somebody's search history. You go, you go in somebody's house, use their computer. <laughs> hey man, let me use your laptop for my homework real quick. All right, for sure. So if you're watching Surviving R. Kelly or if you believe R. Kelly didn't do it or is doing it, let me know in email. Email me, voice message me. Tell me what you think of R. Kelly. Some good facts, too. Because, honestly, he's still touring and shit. Y'all still supporting him. So, clearly, a lot of y'all don't think he's doing it. Yeah, to be real, I didn't know that he was still touring at first, honestly. I thought. I think he's touring outside of the country, though. Oh, okay. Trying to get that foreign kids. (laughs) (laughs) That way, when they do rat him out. <laughs> they don't speak English. <laughs> uh, I ain't pissing on her. I don't even know what she's saying. I don't know, man. Kelly threw some shit. His, I don't know. Now his brother, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna check his brother. I might. Is Lifetime shows on Hulu? I don't think so. Uh, maybe Hulu Live. I don't know, man. I want to see this docu series. Because this, this is interesting. I want to hear some of these stories. Especially when his brother tell him. Because a lot of people don't believe his brother. But, I don't know, like Charlemagne be teasing <laughs> on Breakfast Club. <laughs> on the Breakfast Club. He's like, where Tay-Tay at with the pepper spray when you need him? <laughs> no, is it Tata? No, it's Tata. Ain't it Jay-Z's uh, homeboy? Tata, I said Tay Tay down. Where Tata at with the pepper spray when you need him? Tata got some pepper spray. Now, remember when Jay Z and R. Kelly was on tour and R. Kelly tried to sue Jay Z because uh, he got pepper sprayed in the back? No. You don't remember that? Oh, no. it was all over. Hold on, I'm going to pull it up. I know y'all remember that. If you don't remember that, hold on. I'm going to. Uh, it was during the Best of Both Worlds tour I, when I do, R. Kelly was. I do recall, like. I do recall Jay saying he would never go on tour with R. Kelly again. Before that happened, apparently there was an altercation backstage and uh, Tata allegedly pepper sprayed R. Kelly. (laughs) Mace that motherfucker. Uh. (laughs) Hey, hey, y'all can say what y'all want. Y'all can say Mace is some pussy shit. But when you don't want a nigga to see... Let's see. <laughs> that shit is gutter. <laughs> Yo ass is blind now. Yeah, this happened back in what, 2004 during the Best of Other Worlds tour. It was a huge thing because I remember because they were like, oh, somebody in Jay-Z's entourage uh, pepper sprayed R. Kelly and his two bodyguards. Damn. Everybody just losing their sight. <laughs> Y'all all getting it. Yeah, because I think um Let's see. It came to an abrupt end Saturday, one day after Kelly walked off stage during a performance and allegedly was blasted with pepper spray by a member of Jay-Z's entourage. Um, Basically, I guess they're saying that Kelly was booted from the shows at Madison Square Garden by the promoter who told the singer that he was banned from the facility and that the promoter announced that Jay-Z was special guest would do the shows alone. Um, 
Oh uh, yeah, that's when he brought out like he brought Mary J and shit out. I remember that happened. Um. Yeah, they were supposed to do forty cities. Um, the pepper spray incident happened about an hour into Friday night show when Kelly walked on stage and said he saw two people in the audience waving guns. Kelly abruptly stopped his set around 9.30 p.m. while arena security uh, employees searched for weapons. Finding nine, guards told Kelly it was safe to continue performing, but as the singer was making his way back to the stage, a man in Jay-Z's entourage apparently miffed that Kelly interrupted the show, sprayed him and two of his bodyguards in the face. All three men. Kelly thought he saw someone in the the crowd with guns. Yeah, he said he thought he saw two people in the audience waving guns. First off, this is Madison Square Garden. Ain't nobody getting in there with a damn gun. Let's be for real. Two, why the fuck would they just be waving it? Like, hey, hey, I own it. Like, why would somebody try to, why would you sneak a gun into Madison Square Garden just to wave it around? Like, and why, I don't know. That's some gangster shit. Anyway. <laughs> Throw your gun in the air. Don't shoot it, just wave it everywhere. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, all three men were treated at St. <laughs> Vincent's <laughs> Hospital and released. He said Jay-Z performed for another 45 minutes after Kelly was sprayed. Man, fuck that nigga Jay, he ain't come see me <laughs> and they can talk about brush my shoulder off and shit. <laughs> I'm blind as shit. <laughs> oh man. That boy tried to get back on stage and Tata said, fuck that. <laughs> Your paranoid ass, drug ass talking about somebody waving guns. <laughs> hey man, shout out Tata. He a real nigga. Allegedly. <laughs> he's, he's allegedly a real nigga or <laughs> No, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tata allegedly pepper sprayed uh, R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> Just like Jay-Z allegedly Yo, stabbed Un over some song, but it ain't alleged no more. <laughs> Tata said, I'm sick of your shit. You ruining this tour. Pepper spray. <laughs> hey, Jay, I never liked this nigga. I always felt like he pisses on people and shit. A couple years later. Yeah, in a, in a radio interview on Hot 97... Jay-Z said he couldn't understand why Kelly left the stage. You can't get a gun inside Madison Square Garden, Jay-Z said. If people give me love, he can't take it. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but I remember this. This was back in 2004. Um, Yeah, the uh, three shows on the tour were canceled because of technical difficulties suffered by Kelly. So, yeah. Allegedly, Tata pepper spray Kelly. Yeah, I, heard. I do remember that Best of Both Worlds tour was a shit show with R. Kelly on it. Yeah, apparently he didn't show up for like rehearsals, or he would show up late, hella late to rehearsals. And yeah, my mom actually has part of it on DVD or whatever. And uh, there's there's a lot of parts where R. Kelly was walking off off camera or walking off the stage or some shit. And he would grab the cameraman or something. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, they ain't. That's you know. Besides Fifty Cent and Ja Rule never squashing a beef. I don't think R. Kelly and Jay Z ever squashed it either. 
I don't even think it was so much of a beef. I think it was just like Jay was like, man, just get this nigga away from me. Because he was unprofessional. Like it's it's like how you gonna sign on to do a tour and then be hella unprofessional throughout rehearsal and the tour. I mean, you know, you know how it is. I mean, he feel like he the king of R and B. So he was mad he couldn't get no underage girls on that tour because Jay was around. You ain't doing that shit with me, nigga. <laughs> Tata said, "I wish you would." <laughs> we ain't having it. <laughs> hey, Tata pepper sprayed him for walking off stage. Imagine if he <laughs> straight up shot that. <laughs> Damn. Well, speaking of uh, Jay Z and '90s artists, that leads us right into to our um, next segment. Real quick, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I highly recommend starting with Anchor. It's free. You can record and edit right on your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, iHeartRadio. You name it. You don't even have to worry about that. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the episode. All right. So, yeah, speaking of Jay-Z and R. Kelly, artists from the 90s, even though they're still current, um, B2K is on going on tour. Well, That's guys, I don't know one B2K song. Really? Yep. Seriously? Yep. Can't think of one. Uh-huh. Nope. Um, bump, bump, bump. There goes one. Um... Damn, the others are slipping my mind. But I know B2K songs. Um, yeah, that was on the third. Uh, I don't know. That's that's one tour I didn't expect to see happening. It's weird because his cat's trying to hump some thing. And he's dragging it around the room because he can't get the proper position. This is weird. Highly weird. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, his cat's not neutered. So, um, yeah, it's B2K reunion tour is a tour that took me by surprise. I was not expecting that. But at the same time, I don't know. In uh, Sync uh, 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 had a reunion thing. I forgot what. It wasn't a tour. It was like at some event. In Sync got together. I know that Backstreet Boys are doing a reunion tour. Or doing another tour. Um, but Amarion, he released. What is this? Rules for the B2K concert. If you were born after the year 2000, do not come. This ain't for you. Stay a young ass at home. No skinny jeans, Balenciagas, or any of that other shit is allowed. You will be turned around at the door. What the hell is a Balenciaga? I don't know. <laughs> Men, Air Force Ones, throwback jerseys, untied do-rags with hats or headbands, baggy jeans, and all other clothes 
other clothes. All other clothes two sizes too big are allowed. Ladies, bubble coats with the fur hoods, jersey dresses, Air Force Ones, bandanas, uh, track suits, two sizes too big, and other fashions for the 2000s are all allowed. Last but not least, you must know all the words to every B2K song. Not some, but all. The fuck? Um, but he came out to say that he was joking about the strict um, rules to the reunion tour. I found it funny. I feel like if I was him, I would have stuck with that. Like, I just, I don't know. That's just me, though. Maybe some of it, but a little bit of it was excessive. I mean, yeah, but he was joking. He's like, everybody's invited, whatever. Um, Yeah, I remember, damn, you don't know one B2K song? Just bump, bump, bump. Just, uh. The only one that I can think of. Shit, that shit bring back memories. I know that there's going to be 99.9% women in that crowd, I'll tell you that much. No, I'll take that back, 95%, because the other 5% is going to be boyfriends trying to keep an eye on that girl. <laughs> Make sure they come back home when they're supposed to. But it's going to be a lot of old heads up in there, I feel like, because anybody born after a certain period, like, I don't know. Do you even know what B2K is? Boys to kids. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, But yeah, at first I was like, damn, would I go to that? But then it's like, nah, fuck that. Besides, they have it in Oakland. San Jose and Mountain View don't get a lot of uh, love for like big tours. But apparently Lil Wayne and versus Drake Part 2 is supposed to be this year. That's a rumor. Really? But either way, either it's a solo um, Lil Wayne tour or it's Drake versus Wayne Part 2. Um, if it's as creative as the last one, I'd for sure go see that. Hell yeah, I, I went to the last good. one. Yeah? Yeah. Remember? Wait. Yeah, because I went by myself. Little I bumped into Liddy, Lily, 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 Lily there, and I bumped into um, some other people. Yeah, I for sure. I for it was hella sure. cool because they had um, everybody download an app, and you had to pick, and you get to pick who you wanted to win, and you had to like smash a button, and it showed up on a big screen on the uh, stage. But basically, the crowd got involved in who they wanted to win. Yeah. And there was a storyline to it. It wasn't just like a concert. The concert started with like a cutscene, like a Street Fighter cutscene, but they added Wayne and Drake and some other characters into it. It was pretty, it was dope as fuck. Um, yeah. And then each city gets to decide the winner. And then they, I believe they left it like a to-be-continued type story. Um, yeah, the first one was dope. I hope it's Drake versus Wayne Part 2, honestly. Um, yeah, so yeah, he's been doing a major tour this year. So he ain't said shit about it yet. Waiting on that. But anyway, um, speaking of 90s artists, I just realized... I was watching a um, 
a show on Netflix called The 90s and I was watching the music episode. I did not realize, I just feared, um, fuck, stumbling over my words today. I just realized, thinking about it, how young Biggie and Tupac and Kurt Cobain really was. Like, I always thought they were, like, in their mid-30s, early 30s, or they seemed older, but fucking Biggie was 24 when he died. Yeah. Like, I even looked back at old videos. It's like, bruh, he don't look like a 24-year-old. Like, homie looked like a mid, like he was 35. Tupac was 25 when he died. It's like, bro, I'm 26. Like, them niggas was my age, pretty much. And it's just... I don't know. Kurt Cobain was 27 when he committed suicide. But then, back to conspiracy theories, people don't think, much like um, Homie from Linkin Park's suicide, people don't think that it was in real suicide. People think it was a murder. But, you know, yeah. People think Kurt Cobain and the dude from Lincoln Park were murdered and it wasn't suicide. Like it's, yeah, there was a full conspiracy theory behind it. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I didn't realize how young those guys were, man. Like, it's crazy. Um, uh, but it's just weird that one of the things that that 90s show, not the 90s show, like the 90s show, but the 90s show on Netflix. Um, There's a show called The 90s Show on Netflix? No, it's called The 90s, but it's a show on Netflix. They go over different shit from the 90s, like when technology first took off and they talk about Bill Clinton in one episode and then they talk about um, the evolution of music in the 90s. It's a dope-ass show. Um, Dang, right when I got off Netflix. <laughs> Wait, you canceled Netflix? Yeah, well... You don't I cancel Netflix. It didn't seem like it was worth it anymore. They update, they... Sh- I mean, they... I don't know. Like when I got off, I found out about... What? The Black Mirror movie thing? Bandersnatch? Yeah, and then I found out about Infinity War. Yeah, they added Infinity War on Christmas... Christmas Day. And then everybody started getting all like hot and bothered over that Bird Box movie. And then, yeah, Bird Box. That, yeah, we're not going to get into that movie. That, yeah. Was it good or bad? I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Not horrible. Um, they don't tell you where the creatures come from and you don't see the creatures. I'll put it that way. You never get a chance to? Nope. um but yeah i was watching i was watching that show and basically you know um i believe that everything happens for a reason and then they brought up that after tupac and biggie died basically that introduced the next phase of hip-hop like a new era of hip-hop because after biggie's death that's when um diddy came out with his solo album in 97 and we saw Diddy as a rapper for the first time ever and Diddy brought that whole party vibe cuz before Diddy it was the um 
but it was like NWA, Tupac, Biggie. It was like I want to say the Thug era, probably. The gangster, the gangster, the gangster era. And then after Tupac and Biggie died, Diddy made the party era. Cause then that's when that's kind of the direction he was going with Biggie. Anyway, using those samples and stuff. Like when you watch the Notorious movie, the way when he started playing those samples for him, he was like, "I don't like that. It's soft." <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, he was like, "I don't like that. That's soft." What are people gonna think when they? It was when he did. Uh, it was to that beat. It's a, it was all a dream. Oh, but he did it anyway. Yeah. And people didn't think it was soft. Right. Turned out to be one of his biggest hits. Um. Yeah, but it's just it's crazy because it's like if they didn't. Well, I don't know because I mean you just brought up that Diddy was headed in that direction anyway. So it's like if they didn't die, like would it have been what it is now? Nope. Or do you think that gangster era would have stuck around? I don't think. The, I don't think. Gangsta era would have stuck around as like as tough as it has because I mean it's still it's still in music nowadays you know even even with some of these corny cheese ball rappers you know every now and then you got to throw in a line about shooting somebody <laughs> so I mean it's it's still there but it ain't you know yeah but it's like fake thug like gangsters it's not uh, I mean. There's there's a documentary I mean, there's a documentary about Biggie where they talk about well a lot of the stuff that he says he did in music he wasn't really doing they said it's some dude at a grocery store that said he used to work there and it was like he didn't do the stuff that he said in the music. I mean Biggie said that he didn't do like that's the area that's the he raps about the environment he grew up in like the shit he's seen and witnessed and yeah, it, was, it was like yeah that's that's Christopher and even um. <laughs> Even um, Tupac's homeboy, oh, what's his name? Um, from Naughty by Nature. I know you're talking about, but I can't, um, I can't think of his name right now. Though. Fuck. Him. He, I mean, even he said that Biggie wasn't in the streets like that. Like, Biggie wasn't a thug, for real. He was saying that because he was cool with Biggie, too. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Because he was saying after Pac got shot in the studio that, um, you know, Pac wasn't necessarily blaming Biggie, saying that Biggie is the one who shot him or set him up. Pac's thing was Biggie knew people. Biggie's clique was people who ran in the streets. So he felt like, okay, you didn't do it, but you have an idea who does. 
which pissed off Tupac because it's like if you're really my boy, you would tell your homies to find out who did it or you would put your ear to the ground, you know, and basically try to help me find who's the culprit. Because it's like New York is your stomping grounds. That's your area. You know, it's like help me out, figure out who did it. Yeah. But um, what homie from 90 by Nature was saying is that Biggie wasn't that thuggish dude. Like with Tupac, he said with him and Tupac, Tupac was a thug. It's like if some shit went down with one of his homeboys or shit went down with him, Tupac would hit the streets and hunt the dude down and talk to people. And, you know, he said Biggie was the complete opposite. Biggie wasn't that dude. And he was saying that Tupac didn't realize that. I know this is going to sound slightly fucked up. But look at how that turned out. I mean, yeah, but. Even in personalities, they both went out the same exact way. They did, but then it's like, Tupac was still young, though. Mm-hmm. Homie was 25. I know. And it's like, when is his birthday? Shit I don't even know crazy. when his birthday. I'm only 26. Like, I think he had, wait, when is his birthday? Because he got shot in, what, September? I don't remember that day. Uh, he got shot in September, then... Oh, so he was born in June, June sixteenth. Hey. So, uh, so he just turned twenty five. So it's like you know how young homie was. So of course he was still going, you know, have that mentality. Like, damn. But yeah, um, this person has a Louis Vuitton snake. What? You see this bullshit? That's gross. I'm pretty sure that is photoshopped and that was random and the listeners have no idea what the hell you're talking about. 50 Cent posted it. 50 Cent apparently posted some picture of a Louis Vuitton snake. I don't... I hate snakes, by the way. I have a fear of snakes. Fuck snakes. I wish we would just gather them up and like nuke them or some shit. I hate them. Anyway, got sidetracked. Um, but yeah, um, the other thing that the show was speaking on is why so many people love the um, why nineties music is like so loved. I feel like nineties music is probably more a little bit more loved than eighties. I don't know. That's my personal opinion, but I'm pretty sure our grandparents and parents would disagree. <laughs> To a certain extent. Because I feel like even they love the 90s music. Um, I don't like Optimus. Those are kind of fresh. <laughs> um, yeah, in the 90s, basically there was no copycats. Like everybody, like the 90s was all about being yourself. Uniqueness. Like, yeah, the show was just saying that like the reason 90s music is still like around and as big today as it was back then is because like embrace your story was pretty much what they pushed it was like be yourself and fuck what everybody else think and just put your shit out like i mean which is kind of what they're doing today but it's not no can't (laughs) agree with that today everybody is literally leaning off of the next person I mean that's okay. That's true. There's that, and then there's that, and then it's just people putting out just bullshit. Like nobody's really even trying. Like back in the day, 
you'd go do a song. You like back in the day, you in order to do a song, you'd go and you'd sit down and you'd start that shit with someone, and right? You'd finish the song. Nowadays, it's just like you 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 hit the studio, somebody plays a beat, and then you know you just start running your mouth, basically. Like I, I had a conversation with this uh, customer at my job. And uh, they don't really listen to rap music. They just happen to be talking about some some rapper that they heard of, and you know they saw like I guess they got in trouble or some shit, and that now that rapper going to jail or for whatever reason. And uh, they're like, you know, but I understand it. You know, typical white response for somebody who don't listen to rap music. Oh, right. Well, you know, it's a you know they they come from a rough background. That music is rough and it's thorough and it's gutter and blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, it's just. Just some some dude talking shit on a song, just just putting bullshit over a beat. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, you know, if you, back in the day, if if you you get a Tupac song, you get a legit Tupac song or album, and his words won't contradict themselves. It might from time to time, but you'll get nowadays you'll get you a full song where niggas like fuck bitches, fuck everybody on like nobody, and then. Track number three. I need love because I'm so alone. I mean, somebody asked Tupac about that because they're like, oh, you're all about women empowerment and you want to, you know, you speak positive of women, but then you turn around and make a song like I Get Around. And his response was like, songs like I Get Around is just him having fun. Like, he's not being serious about that. Like, I mean, you need a fun track every once in a while. That's not, you know. I mean, which... Which is true, but I could also understand it because it's like you empower him, but then you turn around and talk about bitches. And but then again, I don't know when he called somebody a bitch, he had a reason behind it. It wasn't yeah, just like when he doesn't he even got an interview if I call a bitch a bitch. Some like yeah, I think he does. He had an interview for everything. Yeah, like, like I mean, and I, I I agree with with rap music to that extent when it's like you know if I you know when you when it comes to women empowerment and then degrading women it's like okay well you know if I call a like if I was to write a song and I call a bitch a bitch I'm talking about a bitch I'm not saying every woman is he a made bitch. it there's a song called why I call you bitch like I mean yeah you know like it's or why they call you bitch it's one all, of those like, you know we've, we've all been around this earth for a good minute we know there there are we know that there is a distinct difference there's women <laughs> and then you got bitches yeah so there's, there's people who there's there's females out there basically are, there was intellect behind it yeah you know there's females out there who are who who have your back regular civilized human beings and then you got people not a bitch could be a, a dude too you know you got people out there who just fuck you over for the sake of fucking you over and those are the bitches <laughs> yeah so i mean the 90s if you was a copycat you'll be called out on it real quick immediately but at the same time, you know, another nigga that shaved his head bald and had a nose ring. Um, <laughs> now, don't get it twisted. Like copycat doesn't like you can be inspired by another artist, but the '90s didn't really take too well to copycats. Nowadays, you can be a copycat all day, and we wouldn't give a shit. How many rappers they, sound like Lil Wayne? Right. How many rappers um, look like Lil Wayne? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the '90s. Yeah, they That's pushed the you. Why I cut my hair off. <laughs> I mean, you know, the 90s pushed you to be yourself, which is why I believe Eminem took off the way he did. Right. Because it was different. It was like 
he was Eminem. He there was no other white dude rapping, you know. But I don't know, man. That's why I think '90s music is always going to be better than, unless we go back to that phase of. But I don't think we. I think we're too far gone in this music shit. Unless there's a savior out there, the chosen one. I don't know. It's, it's too. It's it's basically the way rap music is at this point. It's like people just putting out whatever. Like I don't think that's ever gonna change at this point. Yeah, I mean, especially with uh, streaming now. Like the whole like nobody's buying CDs no more. So right, you can with you streaming don't have to drop a whole album. You can just sell singles. Right, streaming, and then you got SoundCloud, so it's like you could record a song straight to your phone. Like, I don't know. Record deals are useless nowadays. I mean, pretty much almost everybody's independent. Yeah, you just, you get your own money making music. So it's like, like the record deal is for shit. I can't even tell you what for anymore. Health benefits. No, <laughs> <laughs> the record deal is basically to get the money faster. Oh yeah, and yeah, to buy right. yourself a house. Yeah, you're so I have to pay back after the record company makes you sing some shitty song. <laughs> and that I mean, sell. true, because once again, like the Yodel kid, man, you just stand in Walmart, Yodel, fucking jealous, and he gets signed. Like I just, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. Anyway, like I was saying, nineties music is in my eyes will always be supreme. Like even R and B isn't R and B anymore for real. Oh my god, it is. Like, I don't know. Back then, you had, I don't know. You had fucking um, now oh boys to men. You had um, fuck. I'm drawing a blank. It was a lot of fucking R and B people. Who it was. It was that. a shitload. Now like, it's not like now. It's like half of these people ain't even really singing for real. It's. It's an overuse of auto. If you can already sing, I understand putting some auto tune on there just to make yourself sound like a little, I guess, a little extra. But when you're doing full fledged songs, killing the auto tune while you're using your singing voice, it's like that's like me painting black on my skin. I'm black already, damn it. <laughs> so what is you playing around with? The I auto-tune think standards thing? are different too. Like back then, like. Being all lovey-dovey and, I don't know, actually caring about your relationship was cool. But now, it ain't. we're in a world of side chicks and, hell, we got a reality show called, what, The Side Chicks of Atlanta or some shit like that? Like, Come we're glorifying America. being a side chick. Come on, America. Like, <laughs> what? I don't know, I think our standard, standards have dropped way too low that we're at, we're at the point of no return. Like, I don't know. And then even even to the point to where you know like I do get most R and B well almost every R and B song is somewhat about sex, but it wasn't so blatant back in the day, you know. What what was that one song he said? Uh, this it's one song where he talking about eating a girl out, but instead of saying he was gonna eat her out, he said he would even go downtown. It was creative at the time. <laughs> downtown was creative. Now, I mean, yeah, lingo was cool. different. But but I mean like they like in, in those older R and B songs nothing was just so blatant like suck my dick bitch yeah it wasn't explicit you know what I mean it wasn't it, was it just... wasn't so just blatant out in the front it was always some creative way of saying it yeah you know what I mean I got a Jolly Rancher 
<laughs> in my pocket, and the nigga talking about ecstasy. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't know unless you're really listening, or it's something that you'll catch on your next couple times around. Nowadays, it's just like bitch popping pills. She overdosed. I fucked her in her ass before she fell asleep. Like motherfuckers is just sick and blatant now. Even in rap music, remember when fucking um, Rick Ross got into it because he was uh, he was on that you ain't even no song. This this is my this is proving my point about niggas just be saying bullshit on songs. He straight up said, "I pop, uh, I I put some Molly in her drink and she ain't even know it." Oh yeah, he called hell for that. Yeah, and he had a whole bunch of people on his ass. He was I, he either lost or was gonna lose his Reebok endorsement, and his response was, "I ain't mean it." <laughs> or I didn't, or I didn't know what I was saying. Some shit like that. Yeah. But it's like, bruh, you you wrote the lyrics, you put it on the track, you listened to it back multiple times. I'm sure I've done this music thing. I've heard my own verses a million times, yeah. even if I wasn't the one mixing it. So I mean, like, you knew what you were saying, you knew what it is, what it was. Now you catching hell, and you talk about why well, I mean it, nigga. You should know what you're saying. Yeah, to, and I, that's that's the thing with today. Like people just be saying what the fuck ever, and then you know when you catch when you run into the next generation, and the next generation is putting fucking Molly in people's in, in your daughter's drink and fucking your daughter. You know what I mean? And you wonder why why hmm. this shit is happening? It's because it's in your son's favorite fucking song, <laughs> <laughs> and then niggas is telling people not to take it personally. But it's like at some like granted, I do understand a lot of people are being a lot really sensitive about like you know race and and shit like that. You know, or or being sensitive about like simple just jokes. But sometimes everything ain't a fucking joke. Sometimes everything ain't just a fucking song. You can't yeah. keep you can't keep promoting bullshit and negativity, and then when negativity and bullshit starts happening, ex- be like, "Well, why is this happening, nigga?" Because you said it. Because you do it. Shit. Yeah. I walk outside with my dick out every day. <laughs> All right. Hang out with a crew. <laughs> All right. Out, nigga, and we talk about that's the cool thing to do. Like, hey, we about to start a shady ass trend out in this motherfucker. <laughs> niggas was wearing dresses and talk about, hey, it's all good. And now you got straight niggas wearing dresses, talk about they in the latest fashion. Nah, you wearing girl clothes, bro. Just, just call it what it is. You, you a little weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I don't, I don't give a fuck what you identify as. If you a grown man with a beard and you got on a dress, it's, it's strange. It is a little strange. <laughs> Do do what makes you happy, um, but sometimes happy things make people strange. <laughs> just own it. You just gonna have to own it. Yeah, ain't no such thing as normal. Exactly. But yeah, for all you, I guess young people, I guess, I guess it's only the the people who were born in the last what five years, ten, ten years or so. Hey, it's some people who then came up with us who was doing this they eating booty and all of that no I ain't talking about that I'm talking about them liking 90's music god damn I ain't talking about eating ass hey they doing they doing all this weird shit too man all of this shit is a trend your favorite rapper your favorite rapper say he eat booty and then it's just like y'all motherfuckers is just with the shit it's it's shit that comes out what's his name that eat booty Kevin Uh, Gates there you go I, I ain't know about I ain't know about that. Kevin Gates was one of my favorite rappers and shit. I and then booty. somebody was like, "Hey, that's the nigga who eat booty, right?" I was like, "Excuse me, 
Then they showed me the song about him talking about him eating booty. It's like, well, if I was to ever meet this motherfucker, I know to keep some space from his shitty breath. Like, so y'all motherfuckers stop doing weird shit. That's why y'all motherfuckers be sick. My coworker, <laughs> my coworker, try to defend, defend eating booty. She's a girl. She's a girl. Of and course, she, eats she would booty. defend it. <laughs> she's a girl and she's bi. And she eats booty. Oh, okay. She's a girl who eats other girls' butts. No, she also eats her boyfriend's ass. (laughs) She trying to do, she was like, you ain't no real man if you don't eat booty. I must be a fucking alien. Wait, no, I don't, yeah, she eats ass and. But fuck. Basically, it's like, you're not a a real man if you don't eat, but I'm like, well, I guess I ain't a real man then. Women, stop, stop telling, stop telling men. What a real man is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you ain't a real man for you. It's like bitch. It's like the standard of what a real man is is like so loosely well, what used. Y'all assume is a real. Everything man. is just loosely used. Every a real man is supposed to take care of you and be broke. Is if that's a real man eat booty. Really? Y'all niggas are nasty. Take, take care of you, be broke, and have nothing for himself. And eat like, what the fuck? Like oral sex wasn't enough for y'all. Like it just stopped working for y'all. I know, right? Like. Pussy is pussy is great. I don't know. I feel like it's a very very I don't small. Need to stick my face in nobody. I don't. Man. I think it's a very very small percentage of people eating ass. It just seems bigger because some people. I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel like All the these sm- songs about people eating <laughs> butt. There is a there is a population of motherfuckers out there eating butt because they heard it in a song. I feel like I feel like there's people who do it, and then there's people who tried it. And then there's people who don't do it at all. If you guys fall within either of those categories, <laughs> you have zero respect for me. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will never. I'm sorry, yo, doo doo breath ass. That's gross. <laughs> like, how do you even eat an ass? You know, I don't even care. Whatever. I'm not. Whatever. Zero respect for me. I'm sorry, but you got. You, you know what? You I got think. I think that's where we end this episode. Damn, I don't want to leave it on the note of eating ass. Is that how it... Uh, Say your vitamins, take your prayers, keep booty out your face. You know what? We're not going to end on that eating booty. Look, We're not going to end this... No, that's it. it. No more booty. <laughs> We're not talking about no more booty. We're not going to end this episode on eating ass. Um, <laughs> another thing I noticed uh, is uh, besides realizing how young Tupac, Biggie, and all them other artists actually were, Michael Jackson's album titles... Was about himself. Not that that's a bad thing. Like, really? like go through all his album titles. Nice off the wall. So it's about walls and being off them. Uh, bad. Is he saying he's bad? Or dangerous. Is he saying he's dangerous? He's a murderer. Invincible. He's, I don't, he's not invincible. <laughs> yes, he was invincible. He was all those things with the now nah, even thriller. I would say even thriller to an extent. Okay, well, all right, you can say that, but I mean that's he was off the wall. It's kind of like he Jay-Z. was definitely it's off the wall. Like Jay Z, all of his albums are kind of about himself. Um, uh, thriller. Everywhere he went, he thrilled people. So he is a thriller. People were thrilled to see him. I mean, if you want to think about it that way, what is he saying? But I think Thriller was more of a, I don't know, fuck it. Anyway, um, what was a, a, a bad? I mean, he is bad. I mean, just look at his career. He's Come on, man. 
Stop talking shit about a dead guy. He's what? Mm, he said he's bad, bro. Yeah, in a good way. The fuck? I'm a, I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I can't the fuck keep you? up with you hip kids and your slang. He's bad in a good way. He had a badass career. He's a badass dude. He's a king of pop. Uh, what's the next one? Dangerous. He a dangerous motherfucker. Not dangerous as in like he would kill you, but dangerous as in, you know. Hey, have you seen this movie, Criminal Video? Yeah, man. But that was on the bad album. He might kill you and dance around you. <laughs> he, was dang- he was bad and dangerous. Them album sales was dangerous. Like, he was a dangerous dude to mess with in the music world. Like, he wanted his stuff a certain way, and he knew how he wanted it, and he wouldn't stop until he got it a certain way. Okay. Um, Invincible. Pretty much. And it's it's funny that Invincible was his last album because... He was invincible, technically. I mean, nobody really... I mean, you could argue maybe Prince. And, you know, I think... I don't know. Even, I not didn't even, really listen to Prince. I didn't either, but... Like I said, like he was... I feel like he was invincible. Like, album sales, his stage performance. Like, he started out as a little kid. Like, yeah. his music is invincible. Like, you can't top that. Like, there's nobody else out there. Since he's died, that hole, that void is not being filled. Like, don't nobody have his voice and none of that shit. Let Facebook, let the people on Facebook tell you, though. It's Jack Wes. Fight, however the hell you say his name. <laughs> Who named that nigga? Oh, no, man. Ja- that nigga's name is Jaquez. Jaquez. Jacus. But, yeah, let's, that's, I, mean, I think that's pretty badass. Like, I just pieced that together that basically. His uh, album titles is describing himself pretty much and his career, which is dope as fuck. I mean, that's that's a lot of people's albums though. Who else album is called Bad? Not Bad, but I mean like their albums describe themselves. I don't care about them people. Fuck you. I care about Michael. Jay Z is the shit. Jay Z cool. I mean, but what 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 is his album titles? I don't know. Don't get me started, man. Okay. What's the first? Kingdom Come. How the fuck does that describe yourself? Kingdom Come? What, what, what is, what is that, that? Was his, that was the comeback album, right? The God of Rap No Retire. Okay. The Black Album? The Black Album. What is, I mean, he's black. Black Beatles. What? Because he, he had as many, I think it was he had as many uh, platinum albums as the Beatles or some shit like that. He was calling himself the Beatles. The, like, he was calling himself the Black Beatles at the time. Alrighty. Well. Should we keep going, motherfucker? Nope. <laughs> uh, but yeah. In my lifetime, blueprint. I just realized that about Michael, but with Michael's, it's like, I don't know. I feel like with some other people, you could have one or two albums where it's like, eh. But with Michael, it's like, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. I feel like that's a better way to end the episode than eating ass. I mean, you're talking about it again. Shit! All right, send me emails. Like I said, the email is on my Instagram page, Chris Moss Podcast. Send me voice messages. If you're listening, um, thank you for the support. Um, damn, I didn't even do an intro. I just realized that. I just said, welcome to the podcast, Chris Moss. the fireworks and the clapping, man. I mean, yeah, but I didn't say that you were me. a bunch of gunshots. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't do a lot of sound effects this time around. 
He didn't last time. He just shot a bunch of people. I just, <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of gunshots in this in this episode. I don't know. I might bring it back in the next episode. We'll see. New year, more lives, right? For real? Let's not start the year. What the fuck, man? Don't put that out there in the universe. We're going to try to go through this year without... Without... You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to aim for the sky. I'm going to aim for space. Let's try to go go through 2019 without a mass shooting. How about that? Let's Hell end yeah. it on that note. Hell yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. This yeah. lady came to my job yesterday, and she told me to do everything that feels sexy to me. So you know what? All right. I we'll catch y'all me. later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.